This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. Um, do you, you remember video shops? You yeah, remember definitely. having to go there and stand there for half an hour while you try and make the decision as to what new release you want to get? Yep. How far back do you go? Do you remember getting VHSs from the video shops or just yeah. DVDs? No, I do remember yeah? videos because um, once my dad accidentally recorded over one. <gasps> Really? Yeah. That's awesome. He used to always record like like um, the football because yeah. the SBS would play it at like four in the yeah. morning. So yeah. he would record it. Yeah. And one time I think uh, <laughs> either my brother or I had left like one from Blockbuster in the oh, yeah. player and he recorded half over it. That's superb. So we just had to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That's right. I'm sure. I'm sure if someone who worked at a video shop at some stage rang in, they probably got a lot of people saying that. Probably like starts off with like Disney, then it goes yeah. cuts to like SBS football, goes back into like Little Mermaid. You know, it's a unique video. <laughs> Very much so. So obviously, as you mentioned before, a lot of video shops have closed down. There's hardly any left mm. in Australia. I think there's one blockbuster left worldwide somewhere really? in America. That's it. Yeah, they're, they're all gone belly up. And I remember like, even when I was living here in Tamworth last time, I think we had about eight video shops here and now got none. There was one left in Coffs Harbour. Uh, network video there that I used to frequent there and all the guys at the station used to laugh and go, you're the only one that's keeping them afloat. <laughs> I was happy to know that uh, I left there, I left Coffs Harbour middle of 2018 mm-hmm. and I was chatting to someone just yesterday and they said, oh, I got news for you. I'm amazed that these guys stayed open for as long as they did after you left because we all <laughs> joked saying you, you kept them afloat, JB. They didn't JB. have your business anymore. They're closing down. Oh. The network video and coughs. So do they have actual VHSs or DVDs? No, no, DVDs. Oh, okay. Yeah, DVD and computer games. And, and then Blu-ray, that like tiny yeah. little section at the side. <laughs> so, yeah, you like, know it. It didn't quite take off. <laughs> no, that's right. It didn't take off quite as well as we thought. <laughs> and then all the overpriced lollies. Yeah, and, and the like and super the American go- candy, gourmet yeah. popcorn. Yeah, that's it. That you was got the it. weird one. It was like, oh, I just want normal, regular popcorn. <laughs> no, you'll have all the weird flavors. <laughs> yeah, salt and vinegar popcorn, and you'll have. Can- Do you know what they do still apple. have now? Though it's what? like the little video easy. Like oh, vending the machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they yeah still that's exist. true. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, not not quite the same because there's no out really not many outlying costs for no, that. No, so nah. like, And you can't get the classics. Like they only no. fill them up with the new release movies. You know, you can't get The Little Mermaid. You can't get Tony's Race. dad recording the soccer over the top of it from 4am <laughs> SBS. Exactly. No, you can't, you can't get that kind of stuff. That, and maybe they have to put the overpriced uh, popcorn and all of that in the vending machines. That's maybe where they've gone mm, wrong. Yes. You know, start doing that a little can't bit more. Can't get your snacks. That's no. why it's always next to like a supermarket. Because it's like you oh, can true. get your snacks and then be like, oh, I'd love to watch a movie because <laughs> I don't have Netflix. Oh, wait, just kidding. <laughs> this is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. So uh, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Mel Bartle left the show last night due to her phobia of snakes. She's, not surprised. She said not I got... She, she says I have a proper phobia of snakes. Uh, she said it basically plays into where she goes on a holiday. She's that petrified of them. She didn't even do a comedy tour in India because of her fear of snakes. 
Well, that's random, but okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what she's saying here. I reckon you'd run into more. I mean, you've been to India, I haven't. I'm just going to make the assumption here. You'd probably have you'd have more chance of running into snakes here in Oz than you would in India, wouldn't you? So yeah, like the- 100%. I've seen, I mean, I have lived here a lot longer, but yeah. <laughs> I was in India for six months and I yeah. went everywhere, like every yeah. part of India. Yeah. And I, the only time I saw a snake was on a film set and it was like a specific cobra yes. being brought in. But like in the wild, never once. You did sit like you walk through the markets there. They didn't yeah. have the dancing cobra man sitting on the ground making a dance by playing the little pan pipes. I never saw that at the market. Oh, no. Really? I even walked That's through the, the bush. India. I walked through the bush in Goa, and that yeah. was like jungly, like fully you could have seen a big yeah. python. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. See, maybe maybe Mel. Maybe you look at moving to India and don't do comedy tours in Australia. Maybe you're looking at this the wrong way around. Don't do celebrity. Get me out of here. Yeah, so she left. She out. But um, Tony Perrin the other night on the show, she had to spin a wheel with her head in a box full of snakes and she got bit five times on the face. And 10 now have had like over 100 complaints that have had to go to ACMA, which is like our our boss. I'm not They're surprised. Our yeah. They they had it in all of their promos. Yeah. So I fully committed after our chat on Monday morning. Yeah. I watched it Monday night yeah. and I thought, I've never watched this, but I'm going to keep watching for the content. And <laughs> Bad episode to tune in on. Oh, Tuesday night I was just, I was watching the project and they had yeah. the preview and I I also don't like snakes very yeah. much. And I just was like, no, this looks like torture. It's not entertainment. Like she's being actually bitten. Yeah. In the face. Yeah, five. She said she got bitten five times on the face by a snake. Uh, she said uh, she she said that she was safe and she knew that the snakes weren't venomous and uh, she was definitely in shock but not in pain. And I was proud of my courage and determination. Oh yeah, she she's going to say that because she wants to win. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's but they say that that's weird. I'd like I know people that have that own snakes and have them as pets and things like that. We've spoken to them on this very show with Don't Trust Snakes and they all say that even though they're not venomous and stuff like that, you can get really bad infections and things like that from their teeth and stuff. Yeah, because they're so you dirty. Don't get, yeah, you don't, you don't want to get bitten no, by plus, one I mean, on the face. I'm sure anyone who actually watched, like if you, if you go and watch this promo, mm. it's not like the snake just like, Waddled out, like slithered over and had Waddled. a little. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> wrong animal. <laughs> Imagine if they did. And had like yeah. a little nibble. This yeah. thing was like rearing its head backwards and then slamming yeah. forward in like attack mode at her face. Yeah. No, nah, no way. I actually, Couldn't. when I was watching it, I was thinking, I cannot believe they are airing this. Do you, I thought that. You, you wouldn't do, do it for a million dollars? Get a snake like yeah. that in my face? Yeah. No. no, no, no. I All think right. I would probably pass out. I reckon you would too. Yeah, you you you're getting petri- You'll have to leave for a couple of minutes and catch your breath. <laughs> even just talking about it, which begs the question as well. You brought up another point. Do you reckon snakes would be less feared if they did waddle? That is the 100%. question. <laughs> this is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on ninety two point nine. This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. Of course, COVID, I wish we could just snap our fingers and let it disappear at, you know, midnight 2020 into 2021. But unfortunately, that's uh, 
definitely not the case. I've got friends over in the in, in the US who I knew eventually at some stage that unfortunately get it. The odds weren't in their favour, especially with the horrendous case numbers. And in the last couple of weeks, a few of my friends over in the States have unfortunately um, contracted COVID-19. They're doing okay. They're recovered from it fine, but they said it just knocks you around. It's horrible stuff. You had a close call with your family that you found out over Christmas, Tony. Yes, a very unwelcomed Christmas gift. Yeah. On Christmas Day, actually. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, so um, might have heard me talk before about my brother, my older big bro, Robbie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's a doctor in the UK. And so, you know, from the beginning, we were like, oh, my God, because the situation is bad. Their hospital is at 100% capacity. Uh, he's been working like 12 to 14-hour shifts for weeks on end yeah. leading up to Christmas. And... Uh, my mum, she like monitors it constantly. I can imagine. She even tried to raid Bunnings, like in regional like areas around Newcastle, and send like masks over because she didn't trust they had enough PPE. Yeah. And I said, A, don't do that. <laughs> B, yeah. they won't let them in. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> You'd probably be funding Boris Johnson's personal stash. <laughs> yeah, Boris will take them off him at the airport. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Anyway, I rock up to Throw my in the closet. Yeah, rock up to my dad's house on Christmas Day, and he yeah. goes, "Have you spoken to your brother?" And he's got a new girlfriend. So I was thinking, "Oh, rub my hands together, like a little bit of yeah. goss here. Yeah. They engaged. They're having a baby. What's happening?" <laughs> Surprise! And yeah. my dad goes, "You should talk to your brother." And basically, told me that he has COVID, tested positive, wow. like just the day before Christmas. Um, I wasn't too surprised, honestly, because no. he's told me how bad the situation is. Yeah. And it really, he's okay. He's he's probably on day like 13 now and he's he's doing pretty good. He's really young and fit and healthy, but he was pretty bad on Christmas day. I think that was when it really hit him. Terrible headaches. He said he couldn't taste or smell anything. Mm-hmm. Um, he was really puffy in the face, like yeah. looked like he had a lot of sinus going on. Um but they didn't contact trace anybody. Yeah. At all. They told him even because now he's got it, if he feels okay, he could come and work in the COVID ward because they were so short staffed wow. over Christmas. Uh, he didn't do that, just in case anyone is wondering. <laughs> he did not do that. But I can't believe that, you know, the the authorities over there even allow that. Like they, I know. That just or even who suggested perplexing. that? Yeah. What's yeah, wrong with you? Yeah. They told him he could only be away from work for 10 days, yeah. not 14. Yeah. Um, he ended up having the full 14 days yeah. or will have, um, but yeah. he had to like get a GP yeah. to approve that. Unbelievable. Um, no contact tracing for any of his housemates, for his partner, like nothing. Yeah. They'd just been away for a weekend the weekend before. Yeah. No contact tracing, yeah. no genome testing, nothing. It's crazy. I was like, what is, that's why one in yeah. 75 people in the UK have yeah. contracted the virus. Yeah. So it's, anyway. It's phenomenal. I mean, you know, the, the, the Australian government obviously learned from some errors that we've had here. You Definitely. Know, obviously, Victoria, the Ruby Princess, all that kind of stuff. But when you hear horror stories about how bad basic things like that are over in the UK and the US, it makes you wonder how good we've actually got all the systems and the contact yep. tracing and everything. And if we didn't, how much worse our numbers would be here in New South Wales 
Victoria, Queensland, and, and federally. You know, sure, I would say definitely the three eastern states yeah. here in the mainland have had the biggest challenges. Yeah. Uh, but as someone who does receive emails from New South Wales Health on a daily basis, the amount of detail that they have within 24 hours is actually incredible. Mm -hmm. And that is down to also the cooperation of people who are being tested. Yeah. Um, I had a test earlier this year and right in the the thick of things Mm. at the end of March and the questions that they ask Mm. you are so detailed. But so it does take two. It takes them, you know, having that quick and um, well-functioning system, but it also takes people being honest and participating, getting the tests and answering the questions, you know, correctly and truthfully to the best of their knowledge. But it, yeah, I think we do have a good system here, so we just got to keep going. Exactly right. That's it. Quarter to eight. Remember, you're allowed to take that de- the, the mask off if you're talking to dead people. You heard that here. <laughs> this is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is an absolute pleasure. Cameron George, the CEO of the New Zealand Warriors, joining me in the studio for a bit of a chat. Thank you so much for coming in. How are you? Yeah, really well, thanks. Uh, no problems. It's great to be here and... Um you know, we're enjoying our time so far in Tamworth. Yeah, yeah, get to enjoy a little bit more time. Uh, obviously, you guys came uh, here last year, but spending a little bit more time here in 2021. How's that first week of training been? It's gone well? It has. Um, look, the guys are settling in really well. I think the experience of 2020 has enabled yeah. us to come here and settle in really quickly. Um, our guys were, you know, they were wrapped with, this, you know, the, the, um, the facility that we had here last year and, and knowing that, coming back to the same facility, you know, allowed us to plan it really well and uh, get here. And um, the first week's been great. So the boys are enjoying themselves. It hasn't been too hot either. So um, I think everyone was um, sweating it up before we even got here, but it hasn't been too bad, which is great. You get some weekends uh, off in camp or is it just go, go, go? It's really go, go, go at the moment. Uh, What we've decided to do, we're here for a month. So we'll do a solid two weeks training um, and then we're going to have four days off at next weekend and allow the guys to get away. Uh, from town and, and the hotel and so on. So I know um, we've got a heap of guys going to Byron Bay, uh, a few going to Yamba, and, um, you know, we'll all head over to the coast and just, you know, chill out for a few days. Yeah, fantastic. Lovely. you got Phil Gould visiting the training sessions as well. Uh, how what, What's he brought to the club? How's that been? Yeah, a lot of knowledge and experience. Yeah. He's outstanding. Um, I love just sitting and talking to Phil. Um, you always learn something. You never stop learning. And um, me and my role at the club, um, we always want to get better. And he certainly brings bucket loads of knowledge and experience to the table to enable us to do so. So uh, on that basis, he's been outstanding. The players enjoy listening to him. He spoke to the club the other night and, you know, you could have heard a pin drop. Um, You know, some of the messaging and uh, around leadership and culture was really important. And um, our players, uh, you could see that they've responded really well to that. So collectively, uh, he's part of our club and, and our players and staff really enjoy his time with us. So it's good he's coming up every week for the next three weeks and uh, he enjoys it up here too um, so it's really good yeah fantastic you do have some new players you've got a new coach this year as well what is the goal this season how are you going to get there uh, hard work uh, yeah. look the reality is everyone wants to win the competition yeah. there's no doubt about it um, and that is our ultimate goal yeah. but 
the, re the realistic position we need to take week in, week out is every time we turn up to work, we train hard, work hard. Uh, and every time we pull on our jumper, we, we play with effort and pride for our fans. That's it. I only go week to week. Um, I learned very early in my, my career in footy is don't plan too far down the track because there's too many variables that can take you away from that plan. Yep. Um, so I just go week to week. And all I, all I want and my expectations are that every time we pull on that jumper, we have a crack for our fans. And it starts with hard work and winning in, you know, in training every day before we get there. You're doing a lot for the Tamworth community while you're here as well. What's uh, some of the stuff you got planned there yeah look the, the thing for me is last time Tamworth welcomed us when really no one else could in, mm. in New South Wales and and but the reality was of the situation in lockdown we couldn't do anything uh, but this time I you know I promised Kevin Anderson and and Rod Lang at the at West Leagues uh, we try and do some stuff so on the 29th of um, January we're doing a sportsman's night at West Leagues so get in touch with West Leagues Club and and book yourself a table there we've yep. got Gus Gould um, Peter Volandis is all but certain to come Excellent. so uh, he's a great get for us and we're gonna have Roger Tuivasa-Shek Nathan Brown uh, our players will be attached to each table so um, It'll be a fantastic night, and we're raising money for local rugby league, so it's important we we put back into the game. Um, outside of that, you know, we're looking to do community events at training nights and so forth, which we'll make announcements over the next few weeks. But we don't forget what the community of Tamworth had done for our club. Um, that we're forever indebted to Tamworth, and hence we carried the postcode on the jumpers yeah. last year. And you know, this year we uh, we want to let Tamworth know you're a huge part of our club again, and um, we're going to play with pride this year and represent as many people here. So get out, become a member of our club, and um, get involved in the community events and be a part of our club for this year. Yeah, fantastic! No, I absolutely love it, Cameron George. Thank you so much for being here. Hopefully, it is the beginning of a hopefully a long-lasting relationship between uh, our our city and and your uh, and your sporting team and organization and thank you so much for coming in for a chat i appreciate it mate thanks for the support not a drama 16 past eight that is the ceo of the new zealand warriors cameron george here at 92.9 this is what we scrounge up from breakfast with jb on 92.9 this is the best of jb for breakfast on 92.9 821 jb here this morning all thanks to country autos have i mentioned before i have been to a factory and I've seen a Mitsubishi car get made from beginning right through to the end of production. It was amazing. Vicky on 676229 you saw something even bigger than a car get made. What did you get to see? Yes, I actually went to, well, on a trip around America, we went to Peoria and I saw a Caterpillar excavator be made. Oh, that's cool. Fantastic. Yeah. Wow. That, and how long did that take? Um remember the time yeah. i know at the time it was like wow very short for something that's so huge yeah but um yeah and i love one thing i did love and one thing we saw because this was a fair while ago well last last millennium and uh, <laughs> it was the painting the what the painting of the actual machine was done by robots Oh, yeah, the, what, them putting the caterpillar on it, writing the text? No, actually painting it yellow. Oh, wow, really? That was Yeah, they, they go into a, like, into a big room and then the robots paint it and it's done really, really fast. Wow, and that was, you said that was in the last millennium, that was in the 90s that happened. No, we're going to... Sorry, not the last millennium. We're going to say in the 2000s. Oh, okay, because I, I was about to say, I, I did the Mitsubishi tour in 2003, yeah. so I was in year 11 at school, and yeah. 
they were still hand painting it then. So maybe that's where well, that's where our manufacturing industry went wrong. Maybe we see we didn't get the painting robots yet. They didn't <laughs> unbox them. You see, that's that's maybe where. Yeah, that's it. So that's incredible. But everything else was pretty much a majority of it was handmade. Majority was people standing there putting a bolt in, people standing there putting a piece of metal on the side. Like it was very cool. Yeah, no, that's cool. Did you? How did you get to see this? Is this just a public thing? Anyone at the time, back when we were allowed to travel out the good old days, anyone can rock up to the Caterpillar factory and get a tour, or did you know someone on the inside? Um, my husband is a Caterpillar mechanic. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So I, um, we were living in Canada, and then he got invited down there, so off we went. Oh, cool. No, that's funky. That's the perks of the job. <laughs> I bet when you married your husband and he said he worked for Caterpillar, I bet you were wondering, oh, I don't know what perks come with this, but there you go, you got one. <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> hey, Vicky, thank you so much for the call. That's awesome. Thank you so much. No problem at all. Have a good day. Yeah, thank you. You too. When have you visited a factory? What have you seen? This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. When have you visited a factory? What have you seen made? 676 or through our Facebook page as well. We just had Vicky before who saw a huge, like, caterpillar truck get made right in front of her own eyes. I've seen a car get made. Chris, who's coming up after 10 o'clock, he's coming to work a bit early. How are you? Yeah, not bad, mate. What have you saw food get made? Yeah, nothing like Caterpillar or Mitsubishi cars. Yeah, it, was, yeah. uh, it was just a bit of uh, uh, margarine. Margarine? Yeah, right, okay. You got to see mar- margarine get made. And I imagine, because you hear all the yucky stuff yeah. about margarine, and I always kind of, you know, I kind of think maybe tinfoil hat people out there, you know. The, the the butter brigade on your on your case, you know, just trying to force everyone to eat butter by you know discrediting their rival. Um, what can you tell us about the the construction of margarine? So I only eat butter. Oh right, okay. <laughs> well, it's funny because I went to a butter factory once. Oh god, and I tell you. Nasty stuff. So I wouldn't eat that either. No, just joking. Butter's okay. So margarine... So this is like... You went there for home ec with food and stuff at school? Home economics? No, or commas. Oh, commas. We were looking at business and then then they showed us the uh, making of margarine. And it's just this... For commerce? Yeah, it was a business thing, not really the home ec side of things. Oh, yeah, right, okay. They could have really teamed up and actually yeah. made it a big, worthwhile, <laughs> anyway. That's bizarre for an economy. But anyway, so so what? walk us through the construction of it, if you remember. Well, they get a whole lot of different ingredients. Yeah. It all gets mixed up in these huge vats, and then it starts yeah. getting pumped around through these pipes from one side of the company to the other. Yeah. And it doesn't look like a place you'd want to eat food from. Yeah, no. And uh, and then it's this off black, I don't know, not quite black yeah. colour. Yeah. But then they just chuck a whole lot of chemicals, a bucket load of chemicals, a bit of dye, mix it around, and, and it sort of just gets squirted into these little tubs. It's good stuff. That's gross. How's your breakfast reckon, going, folks? I reckon, <laughs> I reckon all margarine sales now in Tamworth have completely been decimated. But that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was a lot. It's Surely changed it's since changed. then. Ethic, new laws, ethics have come in now. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all good now. Chris went year ten for Chris was a long time ago. It's the only time I can save you with your age. All right, we're all yes. good. Do you reckon too that because you were saying before it's not the kind of place that you want to, you know. 
pick the off cuts off the conveyor belt uh-huh. and eat. Do you reckon that's the starting point? They go, you know what? You want to be a manufacturer? You start off checking the tubs of Marge, but mate, I tell you, one day you'll make it to chocolate. You keep working on that young boy and you'll make it a chocolate before long. The perks. You'll make it You're there. talking about the perks before with Caterpillar. Here's just all cuts of margarine. Mm, that's really good. We haven't even put the dye in yet. Mm. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9.